Hello, this is Ayush from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, July 15, and it's the day that the special judge holding trial in Babri Masjid demolition case, one that involves BJP veterans including LK Adwani and Murli Manohar Joshi, moved the Supreme Court seeking six more months to conclude the trial in the case. The matter came up for hearing on Monday before a bench headed by Justice R.F. Nariman, which asked the Uttar Pradesh government to apprise it by July 19 about a mechanism by which the tenure of the special judge, who is due to retire in September, could be extended till he delivers the verdict in the high-profile case. In April 2017, the top court had ordered day-to-day trial to be concluded in two years in the case. While dubbing the demolition of the medieval-era monument as a crime which shook the secular fabric of the constitution, It had allowed the CBI's plea on restoration of criminal conspiracy charge against the very, very important persons accused. The court had termed the Allahabad High Court's 2001 verdict, dropping conspiracy charges against Advani and others, as erroneous. Over the last few years, News Laundry has done a series of reports on the Babri Masjid demolition. This includes my colleague Cherry Agarwal's report on how news channels feed on the frenzy of the ongoing dispute, her interview with a female journalist who covered the demolition in 1992, my colleague Anand Vardhan's essay on how the Hindi media covered the event in the 1990s, and our editor Madhu Trehan's article on the Congress government's hidden role in the demolition of the mosque. You can read all these reports on www.newslaundry.com, where you can also subscribe by simply clicking on the red button on the top right-hand corner. Reports take time, energy and money. So if you like our reportage, do not forget to pay to keep news free and independent. The launch of India's mission to the moon, Chandrayaan-2, which was scheduled for this morning, was stalled after problems were detected in the mission's launch vehicle. Hindustan Times quoted a source from ISRO who said, quote, The rocket functioning was not according to laid-down parameters. We are extremely lucky to detect the anomaly just before the launch. We are in control. The rocket and satellite are safe. Unquote. A committee of experts will now examine what went wrong and suggest ways to remove the glitches. It will take about a week to determine what exactly went wrong. The next suitable window for the launch is during the new moon on July 29th and 30th. Chandrayaan-2, by the way, is India's most ambitious space mission till date. ISRO will be making its very first attempt to soft land on any extraterrestrial surface. The mission will be landing on the south pole of the moon, which has been avoided by every mission so far. The DMK walked out of the Tamil Nadu Legislative Assembly today over allegations of Hindi imposition in the Postal Department's recruitment exam. The controversy erupted over the examination's latest rule, which says that candidates taking the recruitment exam can opt to write only in Hindi or English and not in any regional languages. The exam was reportedly conducted in regional languages until last year. But the tensions behind the walkout were deeper. Speaking to the media after walking out of the house, Deputy Leader of the Opposition and DMK Treasurer Durai Murugan said that the Chief Minister had insulted the opposition inside the house. He added, quote, Even a candidate appearing for exams to become the district collector is allowed to write in Tamil. This is just a postman's job. And making knowledge of Hindi mandatory is a part of Hindi obsession. Unquote. A PIL has been filed in the Madras High Court, seeking a stay on the publishing of results of the recruitment exam, which was conducted on July 7th. The court also issued an interim injunction on July 13th, ordering the department to not publish the results of the exam. A four-storey building and a guesthouse near Solan in Himachal Pradesh collapsed following heavy rains on Sunday afternoon. 30 junior commissioned officers, or JCOs, of the Assam Rifles were inside the building when the incident occurred. Nearly 15 others were also caught inside the building. 
the bodies of all 13 Indian Army soldiers trapped inside the debris were recovered today, taking the death toll to 14. Solan's District Commissioner K C Chaman said most of the civilians were rescued on Sunday, but the search and rescue operations will continue until the entire accident area has been scanned. Locals said this was the worst disaster in the area, where the building collapsed in a few seconds. This gave no time to those inside it to run out. The area had been witnessing heavy rains for the last four days. The Allahabad court today held that the marriage of Sakshi Mishra, daughter of Bareilly BJP MLA Rajesh Mishra, and Ajitesh Kumar was valid. Last week, the couple had appeared on a news channel in Delhi, in which Sakshi said that her brother and her father's associates had been hounding them. Her father was allegedly unhappy with their marriage, as Sakshi was a Brahmin and Ajitesh a Dalit. The court has directed the state government to provide adequate police protection to the couple and also asked them to remain seated inside the court fearing their security. Sakshi's father has claimed that he was not opposed to the marriage and his only concern was that there was a 9 years age difference between the daughter and Ajitesh. The MLA said that the boy did not have a proper employment as well. The very first Ebola case in the Democratic Republic of Congo was confirmed today by the Congolese Health Ministry. The African country is home to more than 2 million people. The regional capital in Eastern Congo borders Rwanda, which has been preparing for possible cases since an outbreak began nearly a year ago. It was announced late Sunday that the person with the confirmed case is a pastor who had been flown to the town of Butembo. The announcement marks a serious escalation of Congo's Ebola crisis. The outbreak that started last August is already the second deadliest in history. More than 1600 people in Eastern Congo have died as the virus has spread in areas too dangerous for health teams to access. There is an experimental vaccine but it hasn't been accepted by the people in the region. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.